What's up, everybody? This is Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by Seth Ott. <laughs> and Jared Buckendall. Yo, what is going on, people? Coming to you in your ear holes. Hi. Thank you for inviting us into your ear holes. We, of course, are socially constipated here again with the weekly show. Um... <laughs> Now I'm thinking about being like physically in someone's ear hole, and I can't think of a lot of places I'd least I'd like to be less. There's yeah. obviously there's obviously the butthole, and if you've seen <laughs> the the boy the boys season three, <laughs> oh, yeah. there's another example I won't say, but yeah. uh, ear holes are so gross. It's hair and fucking earwax. It's ugh. what. For some reason, now you're saying that something about ear hole. I'm just thinking about there. You know how there's like that genre of movies of like we need to go into this person's body to stop this thing. Surprisingly, there's a lot of those kind of movies out there. I'm surprised we haven't gotten one in a while. That seems like I something know. that we're Osmosis due for Jones. a new one. I was gonna damn you nailed it. I was gonna say Osmosis Jones was probably the last one we got. Yeah. He's one solo guy. That was in the 90s, wasn't it? Or early 2000s? I think early 2000s. I don't know. I remember that. That was like on all the time. Chris Rock, right? It was probably about 04. Give or take. Um, I say 2001. Did you Google it? Because you hit it with 01. Oh, you changed your mind. Ah. One. 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 Uh Uh-oh. No, 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 no. One. One. Holy shit! Did you know it only it only grossed thirteen million dollars domestic? I mean, now with inflation, that's got to be like you know that would that would be like what two hundred million today. <laughs> I I mean it's probably it's definitely more than fourteen, but I think it would still qualify as a huge seventy million dollar budget. Oh god. Mm. Oh god, that would yeah, be like yeah, yeah, more yeah. than Avatar now with the current dollars. Yeah. Who do you think got paid more, Chris Rock or Bill Murray? Because wasn't that a Bill Murray movie that they were in him? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they were inside they were Bill in. Murray. Yeah, I just remember him being a really gross human. I bet he got <laughs> paid. I bet Bill Murray got paid quite a bit, but I Chris Rock was probably like an executive producer or something, so he may have ended up I don't know. That was early one. Rock, 01. That was before, like, Down to Earth and Head of State, even. He was on the scene, though, by then, right? At least as a comic. Maybe he had yeah, had least money had... Yeah, Probably he was doing. Up. Yeah, he was doing that kind of stuff. But uh, SNL. But you know, I don't think. Uh, I don't think you know he was Chris Rock. He was in Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Uh, he was not a producer. Holy shit! Osmosis Jones is. God, I'm remembering a lot of stuff about Osmosis Jones. Yeah, it is definitely Bill Murray is the body. So Zach Penn, who went on to well, he did like Men in Black. Uh, he did an X Men X Men movie. Uh, hey, one of them X Men movies. <laughs> he co-wrote. Get over here, X Men. <laughs> he co- Exhibit. He co-wrote uh, Ready Player One and Free Guy. Oh, he co-wrote Damn. The Avengers as well, and and The Incredible Hulk. Wait, the same guy that wrote Osmosis Jones? He, uh, let's see, did he write on it? I don't think he wrote on it. I think he was just a producer. Oh, okay. Um, but he's had a pretty damn. sick career. Uh, yeah, that's a name you see out there a lot. Uh, Was that a pun? Sick career because of Osmosis Jones. Ah, <laughs> zing. The uh, so two of the other producers were Bobby and Peter Farrelly. They also directed this. 
the Farrelly brothers directed Osmosis Jones. Mm. That's a fun. I think that Maybe. qualifies to me as a fun fact. I did not know that. All right, that's our time on Osmosis Jones. Good night, everyone. Yep. <laughs> Uh, it's Jones talk. Next week on Osmosis Jones talk. Mm-hmm. Who's next week's Jones? Can we tease him? Ooh, it's gonna be Orlando. actually Osmosis Smith next week. So. Oh, it's our Orlando. Is that who we're doing? <laughs> Orlando Jones. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say Tommy Lee. Dude. <laughs> Wait, are you are you saying the, that the guy with the big it's, wiener? It's a, or the, it's a body. The is old it a man actor? Is it a movie no Tommy they, Lee Jones? <laughs> do they go into the body of Tommy Lee Jones? Or is the last name Jones just an indicator of this genre? And it's Tommy Lee that they go in, and the movie's called <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't even think of it that way, but I want the latter. I want both movies. I, you know, here's what I, I want. want: the shoots. I want. <laughs> I want. Uh, I want it to be all animated, except for one character is live action. And it is Tommy Lee, and he goes inside the body of Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, Tomception. Tomception. Man, there you go. That's a million dollars. And then Tom Jones right does the theme song. <laughs> wow. And then Thomas Jane Jane shows up, and he's like, "What the fuck? I'm not supposed to be here." <laughs> No, but there's like there's like five of them. So there's a bunch of Thomas Janes. <laughs> Joan like the, and uh, you know, you ever see that commercial where uh, I think it was a Super Bowl commercial? It's a bunch of it's keeping up with the Joneses is the joke, and it's like oh, Tommy yeah. Lee Jones and Leslie Jones and a bunch of other Joneses mm-hmm, racing mm-hmm. trucks. I think it's Toyota trucks, and then uh, Nick Jonas shows up at the end. Mega and, Jonas. And they're like, yeah, Jonas, get out of here, whatever. Uh, uh, what? Oh, Jonas. <laughs> what? His name was Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, driving no. the Silverado. Wow. I, uh, you guys are going to make me laugh so hard on my wheeze. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> hey, don't forget to go out there, guys, and... Check out sociallyconstipatedpod.com. You can check out all of our episodes. Uh, you can comment. Uh, you can see all of our social media profiles so you can keep up with all of what we're doing individually and collectively. Um, also, uh, if you're listening on Spotify, um, keep an eye out for little polls and questions uh, that we put out there. Um, we had a, I got a response to one a couple weeks ago uh, for I think it was the Florence Day episode um, about like what I should get in my house and uh, shouts out to Anchor Wanker Abby uh, for recommending Popcorn Machine which is definitely on the list um, so yeah if you go in and you answer those questions on Spotify we get notified maybe we'll read your answer uh, on the air later so that's a cool new feature uh, that we'll be playing around with but uh, uh, of course on the website you can join the mailing list as well uh, and you can click to become an anchor wanker and get us a couple bucks a month to keep the show going and growing. Shouts out to all the anchor wankers out there already. Uh, very excited to get in front of you. Very, very soon we are going to be announcing the date of our next live entertainment outhouse. So uh, keep an eye out on the socials and on the website for the date on that um, so you can be a part of it. Um, we're backed up on giveaways, so I'm going to give away something. 
Uh, maybe I'll actually give away the stuff I already promised I'd give away to people. <laughs> Suspense. There's a little tease for you. Um, well, we will tease you no longer. We know what you came for. Uh, so we won't go a minute longer. No further ado. We gotta get to the Iron Sheik. Let's check out some Sheik tweets. I call you a punk. Iron Sheik. Seems like he was up listening to a little bit of music uh, this week. Um, he does often uh, tweet about the music he listens to, but I think this one... Wait, when did we last record? <laughs> this isn't a repeat, is it? 16 years ago. This isn't... The, I don't think this is a repeat. It seems like a repeat. Uh-oh. Uh, we'll, see, we'll see together if it is. Um, just thinking about now, I'm like, did I read this one? Uh, he said... If the rhythm gonna get you, then come find me, motherfucker. I break your fucking neck. <laughs> uh, not a repeat. But is right. the suggestion that rhythm is some sort of entity that is gonna come find him, and he's willing to fight? <laughs> is that the idea there? <laughs> rhythm is actually, uh, it's gonna be in the Osmosis Jones sequel. It's, like, gonna be some toe tapping, and then Osmosis Jones is gonna be like, whoa, flying through the body. Man. there's gonna be too much movement. Who would have thought that Sheiky Baby's biggest fear was the dance floor. Honestly. <laughs> I guess, well, that that's probably, is that how we're going to get the Tom Jones cameo in there, Seth? It'll be some Tom Jones music that's got <laughs> yeah, exactly. the body shaking. I don't, it's hard for me to picture the Iron Sheik dancing. I like to think he does, though. But it would make sense if it was his biggest fear was the rhythm. I don't know. Do you guys know what song he's doing? I don't recognize the lyrics. Is the rhythm going to get you? Is it Rhythm is a Dancer? Probably not. That's mm. too obvious. Rhythm sure gonna get you. Ooh, Gloria Estefan. Mm. And then there was a cover by Jordan Sparks back Ooh. in 2007. Man, she had some good hits, some good covers. I like Jordan Sparks. Didn't she do Love is a Battlefield? Yeah, that was good. Damn, that was a banger. She also had the one, uh, oh, what was it? It was her and Chris Brown, and it was a duet, and I used to sing the Jordan Sparks part. And I think it was Mike, I think Mike V used to, would sing the Chris Brown part. Oh, was it Sonny and Cher? Um. <laughs> Wait, no, those are the singer, never mind. What? <laughs> it's I Got You Babe, right? Oh my gosh, I'm sorry oh, guys, I got I'm, you, I'm babe off. Is the one you're thinking yeah, of. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that you threw me. You, you <laughs> definitely threw me off for a second. Was it was like, just like we're talking about something, and I just say potato. I'm like, well, yeah, we're singing. We 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 would sing the uh, Jordan Sparks and Chris Brown song, and you're like, Sonny and Cher. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> you used to do that a lot more to me, uh, but I've I've started to be able to spot when you're bullshitting me now a little bit better, but. Probably like once a month, you say something like that, and then you don't break, and I'm like, what joke am I missing? I, I'm like <laughs> racking my brain. I'm like, there's got to be a joke here. Uh, whatever it is, I'm not getting. And then you're like, no, nah, it's not anything. I've just fucking said it. Yeah. <laughs> no, th this one, I mean, to be honest, though, Sonny and Cher thing, just a complete mess up. I was thinking, I was like, oh, yeah, that's the song they sang. And I was like, no, those are the people. The song. <laughs> I, okay. Sonny and Cher were partners, right? I believe so. 
because I thought for the longest time that they were siblings. Oh, I'm thinking of the Osmonds. Um, I always get them mixed up. And so whenever I hear Sonny and Cher, I think it's kind of weird that they're singing this together as siblings. But I don't know any Osmond, Donnie and Marie Osmond songs. Do you think that the Osmonds and the Partridge family were like in sync and Backstreet Boys? Probably. Man, what a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> who would be the... Did anyone like go on... Who's, who would be the Justin Timberlake out of there? Donnie Osmond? Is he, he's still out there, right? He'd yeah, I think, I think Donnie's probably the most famous. And then his sister was uh, second. Oh, yeah. Donnie Osmond's massive. He still has a huge, like, Vegas following. There was a movie not too long ago where they were in Vegas, and one of the characters' only desire in Vegas was to see Donnie Osmond. And uh, the joke was that he's everywhere. He just, like, is all over Vegas. That dude owns the place. <laughs> What like uh oh god what's the puppet man's name i'm messing this up jeff dunham no 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 the one that we jokingly were talking about oh i don't know oh oh, oh, oh. uh terry fader <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> it's like the walmart uh of jeff dunham. jeff dunham yeah shout out to the iron Sheik, the underscore iron Sheik on twitter um we uh we pick out, Seth picks out a good one for us every week, and the Iron Sheik never disappoints. If you're the rhythm and you're looking for the Sheik, he is ready to beat that ass. <laughs> I call you a punk. Honestly, I think we teed ourselves up pretty nicely here. Talking about things and people that the Iron Sheik uh, wants to beat the fuck out of. All the elements are there uh, to get back to a game that I've been very excited uh, to bring back. I think it might be our newest game. This one is, and we're going to need a refresher on the rules. <laughs> um, this one is called Hulk Slogan. As far as Hogan goes, let me tell you, dude. <laughs> I forgot there was a dude in there. Uh, Hulk Slogan. This is a game where I have three real-life actual slogans that have been out in public, on print, on advertising, TV, radio, uh, airplane, any of it, all of it. Uh, blimp. Um, <laughs> three slogans. <laughs> three slogans. All real. I have three companies that the slogan could be for. You guys have to guess the correct one. Dude. Dude. We have to guess right. the company. Or the... The correct one. Out of the three options that I give you. Cool. Got it. Good. All right. Got it good. First slogan is reach out and touch someone. Is it A, Hallmark, B, AT&T, or C, McDonald's? ba 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 I'm touching them. I don't think that sounds right. Um... <laughs> I like how I like how you're going about uh, figuring it out. So it was McDonald's, Hallmark, and what was mm-hmm. the third one? McDonald's. Sorry. <laughs> McDonald's, Hallmark, or McDonald's? Okay. Well, the that was there's fine. three. You yeah. just made you just, you the just, third <laughs> option. The third option was McDonald's on my list. 
uh, it's Hallmark, AT and T, and McDonald's. Gotcha. Oh, okay, that was. I thought you were trying to make a McDonald's sandwich there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say mm, it is McDonald's. Reach, reach out and hungry. touch somebody. So it's reach out and touch somebody. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Yes. Mm. Uh, reach that... out and touch someone. That's the thing is, I'm thinking it's got to be McDonald's because I'm I'm sure it was some like charity thing and like hands across America, like something like that. Like, hey, gift a happy meal or something. Um, I'm going with McDonald's. Both going McDonald's. Yeah. All right. The correct answer is AT&T. Oh, my God. Fucking A. How or why? <laughs> They're phones, I... though. You can't touch anyone. <laughs> Not with their service. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself the rim shot, too. How dare you besmooch Carrot Top? Dude, I'll, I'll besmooch <laughs> Carrot Top whenever I feel like it. <laughs> well, you know what? With him, you better be dialing down the center. 1-800-C-A-L-L-A-T-T. I wonder if he still makes money off those. I wonder if he... <laughs> I doubt it. Because that was for collect calling, right? Was that the same ATT? I think so, wasn't it? Where it was also the commercial of, oh, it's Bob. He had a baby. It's a boy. That commercial. Bob had a baby. It's a boy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that was a good one. Collect calling. God. Uh, just for the listeners at home out there, if you know what the fuck we're talking about, you're old. Uh, you should probably have an IRA. next slogan it takes a licking and keeps on ticking is it a timex b tootsie pop or c ford hmm i feel like i know this but there's a chance i think it takes a licking but it keeps on a ticking what was the first one uh it was timex What's Timex? It's a watch company. Tampon brand. Uh, oh, well, you know, there it is. Boom. Hmm. Soak it in and soak it out. Takes a licking, keeps on ticking. Is this my... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I don't think that one's making the cut. <laughs> no, I was going to say, yeah, I'm sorry, but we got to cut that. <laughs> Maybe I'll leave. Maybe I'll just like mute that part and leave all the stuff around it so people yeah. can speculate about what. I yeah, said. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. You know what? That that's gonna be a new editing trick that I would like you to start doing. I'm into that. Man, that for some reason reminds me of the SpongeBob Sailor Mouth episode. Let's not get on a tangent. Um, I believe that this is Ford. You said number eleven. <laughs> uh, I. Th- I think this may, I, I, I'm wondering if this is a tricky one because it's a common enough phrase. I think it's been reused, but I'm almost oh. certain it's about a watch. I think, so I think it's Timex. All right. We have Timex and we have Ford. Wait a minute. <laughs> huh? It's ticking. Like a watch. <gasps> oh, it's a clock. So it's Timex, huh? I feel like it a real idiot if you tell me I'm wrong now. Oh, is it really? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that that's been used by. Uh, oh, you know what? It's Dura uh, Duralax or Duramax uh, car batteries. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they've used it too. 
Definitely. There's also a video game. I can't remember what video game, uh, but there's like a commentator. I think it's like a Twisted Metal type game, but not Twisted Metal. There's like a commentator. So when you get like a kill, it like yell, he yells some witty phrase. And um, the witty phrase is, takes a lick and keeps on kicking butt. And I, I cannot <laughs> remember what it is. It might be like from Gex. Remember oh, Gex? man, that that's a poll. Um, you have actually just brought up something that I never thought about. Uh, I think truly that would be a dream to be an announcer in just a ridiculous video game. Oh, my God. That would be like the dream. If any of us got that job, we would be the best in America at it. This is kind of how this whole podcast is basically predicated on us saying <laughs> this dumbest random shit that comes to mind. <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, you hit someone with a fucking banana in Mario Kart and you heard... Squirrel nuts! <laughs> I think that'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> so we have Timex. Cody has one, and then Jared has zero. Neither of you got the first one. All right. <laughs> Final one. Let's see if Jared can tie it up or if uh, I win. Um, well, I know. When it... <laughs> when it fits, you feel it. Is it A, <laughs> JC Penny? It's an B, asshole. Nike, or C? I wanted to. Say, I, I I did want to add <laughs> one of these, uh, to one of the fake ones to be Trojan, uh, but I I think that I mean condoms are you know, they just kind of fit on there. So uh, it does. It I don't know. You also don't want to feel it too. But uh, C is New Era. So we have A, JCPenney, B, Nike, C, New Era. What What's mm. New Era? Uh, hat brand. It's a condom. Oh, a hat brand. Mm. Um, I'm going to let like you the, stew on this one. Yeah, they make like flat-billed fitted caps. That's New Era's big thing. I know this one because I remember when they announced it, I made a joke about it. When it fits, you feel it. I'm gonna go with J.C. Penny. I think it's. I think it's like a. You got the outfit you were looking for, and now you're ready to hit the town. I think it's like that kind of attitude. I believe it's Nike. I oh shit! You know what? I'm pretty sure you're right because now I can picture the ad in my mind. There so we have J.C. Penny, and what'd you say, Jared? I said Nike. We have a winner. It is J.C. Penny. All right. <laughs> For three for the win, yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! Well, uh, it's good to be back on top after uh, a little bit of time. I don't remember last time I won a game. I probably won last week, I just don't remember. Here's a fun fact. In 1940, a young man by the name of Sam Walton began working at a JCPenney in Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, there you go. Walton later went on to found Walmart. Mm. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I thought he founded. Uh, I'm pretty sure he founded Spencer's Gifts, but I could be wrong. You know what's insane? I could see Spencer's Gifts lasting longer than J.C. Penney's. <laughs> no I'll one ever buys anything from there, Dundu. but the, but every mall has a J- uh, Spencer's Gifts. Well, do you no think Spencer malls. is like? Do you think there will be eventually a last Spencer, just like there's a last Blockbuster? And people will go to it for the experience. Because it was always about the experience, like you said. You didn't buy oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dustin, people will be, years from now, they're going to find, like, uh, super dusty, like, fake boobs that dance and shit like that <laughs> in warehouses. All right. Is that, is that how your experience was at that uh, Wisconsin strip club you went to last week? 
<laughs> the lazy hippopotamus or whatever that <laughs> the was called. Lazy hippopotamus. Oh my god. Spencer's does still exist. I'm on the store locator. Spencer's gifts will fake dog do. The thing is, that store is so like, hey, we're going to tease you by getting you in with some, you know, hey, here's something on a shirt that's maybe a little like, hey, against the man or whatever. And then it goes to like shot glasses. Then it goes to like party stuff. Then it straight up goes to adult vibrators. Yeah. Yep. Uh, novelty uh, cards for things. Fake dog. A lot of like, a lot of uh, the uh, essentially like nerd paraphernalia or not nerd but weed paraphernalia like yeah, that old lifestyle yeah. yeah oh they have to have a bunch of weed stuff there are four spencer gifts in hawaii fog machines yeah fog dude yeah if you need a good fog machine boom spencer's gifts i think they're also in by the way anyone Canadian listening province as well this this is not sponsored by spencer's gifts by the way <laughs> no but what uh, it looks like they do have some special um Special sales going on right now. You can get your anal toys in the naughty category. Those are... Um, Hell yeah. Have a little butt play if you want. Yep. Toys um, for everyone that is really anal about things. <laughs> you can also wear them as a necklace if you don't want to use them in the proper yep. fashion. Great yeah, back go. massagers. <laughs> <laughs> Time together, make a nunchuck. <laughs> I think I've asked this on the podcast, but is it one of those things that you pull out slow or like a lawnmower? <laughs> That is foul. (laughs) It's like those, you know, those toys that used to put like the little plastic thing in. No. (laughs) Oh, that's nasty. You're thinking of Beyblades, aren't you, (laughs) son? Yep. There it is. Beyblades, except it's Bay, like, like. B A E, like your your partner, Bay. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah! And it's it, you, it's a beads, and you fucking you go let it <laughs> and rip, and you fucking pull and them, and they start spinning around. <laughs> yeah, they go flying around the room. <laughs> zing zing zing, zing <laughs> hitting off the walls. I think we got something here, man. Uh, who owns Beyblades? Is it Hasbro? We need to talk to them. Show me the money! I guess. I'm the champ. Lifted my leg and dropped it on you, Jared, this week. Uh, I'm hoisting the belt Mm -hmm. over my head right now. Feels good to be the champ. I'm a real American, is what I'm saying. You win. As far as Hogan goes. Let me tell you, dude. Dude. (laughs) That always catches me off guard, and I think you're just saying it. I'm like, he's kind of impeccable. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yet another fun week of... Hulk slogan, which, if if you're if you aren't uh, a regular listener of the show, maybe this is, maybe this happens to be the first episode you're checking out. If you thought that that game was ludicrous, then we have a long list of games uh, invented by our game master Seth, and I I don't think that's our wackiest one. Uh, so come on back every week we play a game. Uh, sometimes Seth springs a new one on us. They're they're very fun. I hope they're fun to play at home. I don't know if people guess these. Um, but if you get it right, let us know. Drop a comment or something. For now, though, uh, get those butts comfortable. Uh, we gotta do some bathroom reading. Sitting on toilet. Sitting on toilet. Well, if you are doing bathroom reading, uh, you're you're not using your time super well, probably. 
something that uh, Jared, it seems like you were thinking about just some of the some of the things that we do 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 in order to to save time, right? And and they're not all great. Uh, they don't all work, and some of them are just outright fucking dumb. Um, but uh, was there something specific in mind that you tried lately to save time, or do you actually have some uh, some efficiency and personal organization tips for the folks at home? No, 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 no. This might I, I, this might have to be more of an open uh, discussion, essentially like a city hall, if you will, um, because I, this this topic was on the list like a month and a half ago, and I had I had some gold a month and a half ago. I completely forgot it, but. I don't know. It's basically like what kind of weird little goofy things are you doing to save time? I mean, my biggest thing is like, hey, uh, okay, there's 30 seconds on the microwave. Like, let me go get the mail or um, run downstairs to like edit a video quick. It's 30 seconds. It's going to take me like 10 seconds up the stairs. Okay, maybe not 10 seconds. Five seconds up and down the stairs. Like, it's not worth my time, but that's what I'm doing. You get down the stairs quicker if you do that fucking exorcist bridge run oh yeah 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 the four the forerunner yeah the forerunner the 2022 toyota (laughs) (laughs) forerunner well since this is going to be a city hall i have some very passionate views that i want to scream into the microphone about critical race theory so i'm going to do that (laughs) the floor is yours Or is lava. Um, Wait, I, uh, no, sir, we're talking about the uh, restaurant, or what was that one woman that was yelling? We're talking about the new Portillo's. <laughs> the Portillo's, yeah. <laughs> this is a rezoning meeting for the new Portillo. Holy shit. <laughs> God, that one takes me back. We played that on the ago. podcast. Yeah. yeah, we did. That was a whole thing. I think you brought it. I think you brought it on the show, and yeah. we didn't know how it ended. Oh, my God. Yeah. Man. <laughs> That Man. Portillo's is probably, they probably opened it, and it's probably, probably yeah, it's, like, closed by now, even. It's been so yeah, long. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Man, that's a blast from the past. Maybe it never got rezoned. Maybe that woman, <laughs> maybe that woman destroyed the Portillo plant. Oh, man. Maybe she was doing, well, a, 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 what's it called, a filibuster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And well, we she's preventing me from getting uh, Chicago dogs closer than Chicago. Uh, I'm going to filibuster face. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh, mommy. Have you ever had one of those cake shakes? Come on now. I would I would beat an old woman up over one of those. <laughs> Put that on this poster. Yep, there's your pull quote. Uh, I would beat an old lady up. Seth I. <laughs> I like well, that come one. on now. You got to add cake shake. Can't just leave out that part. I mean, obviously people would agree. What are we, running some journalism <laughs> website? Yeah. yeah no. Elderly in- abuse is fine for tasty milkshakes. We're in sensationalist media. I think I think you were trying to beat this old lady's cakes, and that's just really gross. So, <laughs> um, I, I think you. What I to... do is elderly abuse. <laughs> Give me what I want. Uh, that's another Seth quote. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I can relate to this actually, Jared. So uh, one, I'm I'm always looking for ways to save time, uh, and I've got all these little efficiencies. They don't always work. <laughs> Um, but I will, I, I will go to great lengths to save like a few seconds. Um, mm-hmm. I've made some attempts to do that, but on the topic of like the microwave thing, I have that same, you're not alone in this feeling. Um, if I have 30 seconds while this hot pocket heats up, I can't stand there for the 30 seconds. I have to oh, no, do absolutely not. something 
And sometimes I'll spend 25 of the seconds thinking of what I'm going to do. And then I'll go start to do the thing and forget the, I did this last night with a burrito. I was heating up a burrito for one minute and I was going to go to the bathroom during that one minute. I went to the bathroom and while I was washing my hands, I thought, oh, I haven't finished decorating this bathroom yet. And so I like went to the boxes I haven't unpacked yet, got a little rug out, put it in there, did this whole fucking bathroom and then came back to my cold burrito and had to reheat it again. And I swear to God, I'm not kidding. I did that all again with some other project. I was like, I've got one minute. What can I do? And I like hung up a painting or something and it took an hour for me to do that. It took me several hours to eat this fucking burrito. You, you literally just, that is daily for me because not only, okay, sure. A minute to make the burrito, but then I'm like, well, the burrito is going to be too hot. So I'm going to have to wait another minute for it to potentially cool down to, to, uh, eating temperature. And then I forget. And then I have to just literally, I don't think I eat anymore. It's just a constant cycle of me microwaving the same food for hours. Yep. I don't know what it is. I, I, I think for me, it, it it's related to ADHD. Uh, Cause I just can't, the idea of just being still for 30 seconds bothers me. And then when my brain starts searching for something to fill that time with, I don't have the impulse control to not go do that thing I just thought of. So it's like, I have a hell of a time. I've had entire days where I like reheat something four or five times over like six hours. A lot of a lot of it recently is I was like yeah. packing and then moving and then unpacking like yuck. It's and it's gotten. I, Seth used to always talk you're about. Just, um, you're just eating rubber by the time you're done. You essentially give times. yourself food poisoning every day. Dude, honestly, I don't think I I don't think food is capable of poisoning me at this point. I have eaten so many meals. I've eaten pizzas I left out like out out for like a day, or like warm temperature, room temperature, just to eat the pizza. No, I, I, I need to knock on wood or something. I, get, I almost never get sick. I think I just like, I've gotten so used to eating food that is in the danger zone, you know, temperature wise, that it just doesn't phase me anymore. Seth used to always point out, I would like get food, sit on the couch, and then just like watch whatever's on TV and forget that I had food or fall asleep. Yeah. And <laughs> I have wasted so many meals. I've wasted a lot of meals and I've also just like ruined a lot of meals that like I paid. I paid like 20 bucks to have like a fucking, I don't know, a plate of pasta and a piece of cake delivered to me from a local restaurant and then just not eat it for several hours. And by the time I eat it, I'm like, well, fuck, this wasn't worth $20. <laughs> it's very frustrating. I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I'll let you know if I find one. You let me know if you find one because yeah. it's, it's fucking killing me. I was gonna say the only time you'd ever eat food right away is if like we got pizza or something, just because if you didn't eat some right away, it would all be gone by the time you actually mm. got to it. Because I would have eaten it all. You know what? That's uh, a really good point. Is because that is a deadline. <laughs> that's a, that's an actual ADHD thing, and also very true. If you're not fucking, if you're not ready to eat when the pizza gets to the door, you might not get some fucking pizza. And um, <laughs> that always helped me eat, and I would eat quicker because if I ate too slow. I, you know, you would eat the six pieces and I only get the two. If I ate quickly enough to get up for a second helping before you got to yours, then um, I could get a third or fourth, fourth slice. That is real. I probably had a lot better eating habits when we lived together because of that. Now there's no way to keep me in check. Wait, hold on. Okay. And again, different lifestyle, living, food patterns. You guys just didn't like mentally assign, hey, you get half, I get half. Yeah, it's more we, of a, we would. it's more of like a, the, the, pig to the trough last gets the least amount well, no we it, we would do half and then i would yeah. he would eventually give oh, okay up okay and, okay but he gotcha. would eat it right away usually because i was yeah we would, like 
sit there and you know watch something something could be on like a football game or whatever yeah and so that probably there too is like you didn't feel like you were wasting your time because you were actively watching the football game so you were able to to eat and there was commercial breaks you'd like eat between the commercial breaks and shit like that yeah we had an argument on the show a while ago about commercials during movies um, when you watch them on tv the one thing i will say on their behalf is a commercial sometimes shocks me out of whatever like weird zonk I'm in and I remember I've got food that actually has been really helpful in the past yeah no Seth didn't he, he didn't just scarf down a whole pizza and be like you're shit out of luck man but um, <laughs> if we if it if I was like truly just sitting there with in, entire slices of pizza in my lap there would there would occasionally be a time when Seth would be like dude come on and I'd be like oh yeah eat it okay sorry I'm not gonna get to it you go ahead so like that would happen occasionally, but yeah, he didn't just eat everything and I was like going hungry. <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> I would be furious if that was the case. No, no. Because I'm eating my four slices. Um, yeah. well, over the time limit, though, that's different. Yeah. I think we we split most of the pizzas, like, probably f- yeah, pizza. I, I've been pretty good at eating pizza for the most part. So I think yeah. we, 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 did, we did go halvesies on 60, most pizzas. 40. Occasionally a 5-3 yeah. split, um, yeah. especially if we had, like, some chicken or bread to go with it. Um, yeah, the cheese but, sticks, um, the Domino's, uh, the cheese-filled sticks with the marinara. Oh, oh God. That's my shit right there. I might have to that order grease. some of that tonight. That is grease perfected. <laughs> Man. Goes down the, smooth. The game does change a little bit when there's, like, performance enhancers involved, though. Then it gets a little <laughs> bit more like, you better fucking eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, my girlfriend, Gina, has... Uh, there's this specific brand of cookies. They come in this little green bag. And whenever we are on performance enhancers and eating, she has to, like, keep the bag away from me. If she leaves the whole bag in arm's reach, I will fucking scarf down the whole thing. Uh, and then she doesn't get me. So that's that's a real thing. She has to, like, bring me a little stack of them or, like, hold them away from me so that I can't see them. Uh, can I uh, blindly guess, are they Tate's cookies? That sounds familiar. Because they're in a green bag, baby. Tate's cookies. I know my cookies. Yeah, that's the bag, baby. Boom. Those are good cookies. And they're one of those things I've never... I order my groceries, so I don't, like, go to the grocery store. So I... It's one of those things I know I could just go buy at any time, but I don't. And so whenever they're near me, I'm like, oh, special occasion. Kind of like when you grow up and finally have your own money and you can go to McDonald's. It's like that, except there was just never a barrier between me and Tate's cookies. I can have, I could have, I could be eating them right now, but I won't. And it's stupid. I don't know. Going back to your original point, Jared, I think there's kind of two things. One is that, like, I've got a little bit of time. How can I cram something into this small amount mm-hmm, of time I've got? Mm-hmm. The problem I have is I am a terrible judge of how much time it's going to take me to do something. So I will often overshoot, like I said, um, and end up blowing through the entire time and having to like basically snooze whatever thing I was originally doing. But there's also like what little like efficiencies and and tricks and gadgets and shit. And I have so fucking many of those for time saving. The most recent one being my purse. I got, when we went to Da Bin store back a few months ago, I got this... It's like a crossbody travel bag, like a fanny pack, but kind of bigger and with more pockets. When I got it, I didn't really have a use for it, but it was $7. So I was like, I'll find one. And then I started just putting like my travel shit in there. 
That way I wouldn't have to take things out of my pockets when I'm going through security and stuff. And it was just nice. And then I started realizing, well, the shit I have on me when I travel is kind of the shit I just always have on me. And so now I actually just carry it all the time. Um, so I've got this bag and I just, it's just a crossbody. It's a purse. Like I don't even, I don't, I don't even like try to posture that it's a man purse or anything like that. Um, sometimes people will be like, Hey, nice purse. And I'm like, yeah, isn't it cool? And I'll like show them the pockets. I have found if, if, if you are, if you're single out there, it's a small target to hit, by the way, if you can somehow be a man with a purse who is clearly into women, it's a small target, (laughs) uh, and you're trying to pick up chicks, wear a purse to the bar. Um, I've had no less than four women inquire about my purse and ask me to show them what's in it and like what pockets and stuff I have. And I take them through the whole thing. <laughs> um, and it's all because I wanted to save time at the airport. And then it later became when I go to like rush out the door, I, I'm notoriously late for my own comedy shows, which is not, does not bode well for my career. So the, <laughs> the thing I, or I actually started it does doing, bode well. For most comics, they don't get on stage on time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Problem that I kept having is it would become time to like get out the door and I would have to like run around my apartment, find like my wallet and like a pen and my camera and just all the shit that you have to carry or that I would take with me to the comedy show. And uh, so eventually I had a little knapsack that was just my comedy. I called it my comedy go bag. <laughs> so when I was in that moment of rushing out the door, I just had to grab it and go. I have to think about that part. And so the the purse became that and then i just didn't now i never if i'm if i've if i've left the house i have that bag so if the question is what ridiculous things have you done to save time i've started carrying a purse that, that's that's the best answer i have from recently um i do recommend it I, mean, it came, I, I really don't have shame about it. it is super efficient for me it came in handy this weekend yeah yeah it did I had like all the guys, oh, we were okay. on a boat, uh, at Lake of the Ozarks celebrating, um, Matt's bachelor party and, um, all the guys gave me their cell phones. I put them in the purse and we just had it on us. So it was nice. Uh, okay. Because that, that was going to be my follow up or question or whatever. Like, is this strictly comedy go bag to the comedy club, open mic, whatever, and then back home? Or have you dabbled in other, uh, situations? And it sounds like, uh, you are now, uh, uh, a Merce man. Yep if you will fully. Yep. Everywhere. Cause it's what I started to realize. Cause I, at first I was like, I need to have a bag for each occasion. If I'm going here, I take this bag. If I'm going here, I take that bag. And then what I started realizing is it's the same shit. Most of the time. Um, like the only comedy specific stuff are, um, a comb. So I can touch my hair up before I go on stage, like chapstick face lotion. Cause I don't want to go up all ashy and, uh, note cards to write my sets on and a pen. All that stuff is pretty compact, but I can, it's good. To, it's good to always have a pen on you. There's never a bad time to have a pen on you. Uh, chapstick, same thing. My wallet fits in there really nicely. So I don't have to sit on it all the time, which helps. I put my keys in there and it's got a, like, a special little hook thing. So I always know I have my keys on me. I'm never gonna lose my keys. And then you- if I'm traveling, I'll put like an extra phone charger in there, but I don't always have that on me. But those are the main kind of, I always have them things. It's like, if I need to slightly touch up my appearance or, you know, write something or buy something, it's just kind of that bag. So anything that could be sprung on you, I'm trying to be prepared for. I'm fighting the urge like, to keep adding shit to it, though, or it's going to get way too big. Can you also, like, jump inside and sleep in it like Newt Scamander? Ooh. I think the if I had spent for, like, the deluxe version of the same bag, it might have had that feature. 
but I got the you know, I got the one from Dob in store. It was returned That's for a true. reason. That's true. The the real test will be my parents are coming to visit this weekend. And <laughs> I'm not gonna oh. not I'm not gonna not carry it. Like I, I'm I'm enough of an, a man where I'm like, this is something I, I, I am not embarrassed about. I, I I think it's a good thing. But my parents are fucking savages, dude. Like yeah. way more than I talk about, my comedy chops come from my parents. We were a big time roast family. I am going to get crushed all weekend about this purse. I fucking know it. And I'm just going to have to take it. Because um, for whatever reason, the weird type of pride that our family has is, we're still going to do the thing knowing we're going to get made fun about it because you're not going to change my fucking behavior. Uh, we're a fun little family. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you've definitely, you've had a lot of great moments with, uh, especially, you know, with your father in particular over the last uh, year or so. I, you know, I, I wonder how much, uh, you know, how much, how many steps back the purse might take you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a real thing. I'm wondering if it's going to, if it's so outrageous that he's just going to kind of roll his eyes. My mom will crack jokes, guaranteed. Dad sometimes is like, just, ugh. and I don't know. Sometimes I think it's like, he's, he thinks the joke would be too lazy to make. Other times I think he's concerned that if he starts making fun of me and starts like making gay jokes, Sometimes I do think my dad is nervous to make a gay joke about me because he doesn't want to accidentally be right. Um, and, <laughs> I, and so I'm wondering if this will be one of those. I'm really, I, I, now that I'm talking about this, I will report back on how this goes. Um, I'm going to be paying close attention to how my folks react to the purse. It's not a pink purse, by the way. It's black. It looks manly, uh, or it looks not manly at all. Um, it's There's flames on the side. Yeah, yeah there's it's, flames. It's got spikes all around it. Very hardcore. Uh, it says live free or die on the front. Every time he opens it, it's uh, welcome to the jungle starts playing. Yeah, dude. Just fucking <laughs> the guitar riff. It's fucking sick. And then you I should take get a little speaker. <laughs> you should get a little speaker in there. And every time uh, you open it up, it says help me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet we could re uh, we could uh, hack the uh, Jurassic Park one that I have and, and change the song for you. Oh, my <laughs> God. We should definitely do that. Or just give them the Jurassic Park one and like the speaker for that and just play the song yeah. every time. So every time it opens, it just starts playing the theme. I don't think it's, I don't know how much I talked about it on the podcast, but that song has a weird effect on me. It, it like Boner. three out of five times, it makes me cry when I hear that song. I don't exactly know why. I don't think opening a purse and having a song that makes me cry is going to help my case. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, like you said, take it to the bar. Maybe that'll, that'll uh, you know, the show that you have some emotions and that you're, you know, uh, you know, a sensitive guy. But then also I was going to say, too, earlier, you know, how they ask you to show they want to see what's inside and everything. Mm. Um, you definitely need to, like, have a small pocket in there or something. Show them all that's inside. Then at the ends, if that open, if you were single. Zip it open, boom, condom inside. And then you just kind of give the little nice. give the eyebrows, and then they walk away. <laughs> I don't know. That would I bet feel, it would work. I don't think I'd feel very. I don't want to lie to these women. I don't wear condoms. <laughs> <laughs> when it fits, you can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that the naked man on How I Met Your Mother. If it works once, it works. Honestly, yeah. I could, I could see it being a move for sure. I think it makes me just look like a very dorky, like, tourist dad. Uh, that's how mm. I feel like I look. Mm -hmm. But there are certain times, because the bag actually, it's a crossbody thing, and the bag part of it, for the most part, is on my back. 
So it's like a small backpack that's just a crossbody thing. But if I need to get in it, I'll spin it around on me so it's in front of me. But because it's a crossbody bag, it's at that height. Like picture picture any woman digging around in her purse. I look exactly like them. Uh, like unzipping and reaching around and moving shit around and looking at it. And it's at that height where I like have my elbow bent up in the air and I'm like in it. <laughs> um, I basically, I'm, I can't make fun of a woman for how she uses her purse anymore. Cause I get it. I understand the whole thing now. So I guess what I'm saying here to put a bow on this, I understand women. I get it. I know what it's like to be a woman. It, it's, it's very <laughs> hard, but uh, I'm doing fine. So I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> 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 I have to play this. Just because I, I don't want the yeah, just to I'm let people know. Well. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, anyone with half a fucking brain knows I'm kidding about that. But uh, sometimes people with <laughs> we were just talking about uh, some TikTok <laughs> attempted cancellation that Jared's having, and it's like anyone with fucking common sense knows that it's stupid. <laughs> but. but the thing is, people don't, man. Ugh. Ugh. You gotta put an yeah. asterisk next to everything you say. Yep, that you do. That you do. Seth, do you have any time hacks? Because I feel like you're actually like an efficient guy. Like time you, hack. You've always kind of found little patterns and things that work for you. Like I'm, I'm, I attempt it often, but you seem to actually have good ones. Like what's a high, what's one you'd highlight? I don't know. I just, hmm. I guess nothing. It's all routine for me. I just get into routines all the time when I do stuff. I don't know if there's like any hack. <laughs> I don't often get distracted by my phone. When I'm doing things, like I, I just don't get distracted super easily. Like once I'm on something, I do it till it's done. Ladies, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really. There's nothing that's coming to mind. I guess like one thing I do in the morning when I'm getting ready is I'll like warm the shower up and like take the pills I need to take for the like allergy medicine and like wash my face and then get in the shower. Um, that takes like 30 seconds to do before like shit like that. So I don't know. That is nice. I don't know. I don't really, yeah, nothing really comes to mind that's like a super crazy thing. It's just little things like that. Nothing that like I can get super distracted by or like needs is time sensitive. Like, because yeah, I can just let the shower, I mean, I don't want to waste water, but it takes a little bit for the water to get warm, so. Yeah. I think that's a good example. This uh, comedy friend of mine, Cole, you guys have met him. He has this thing, we were talking one time, uh, and he says, here's a cool little bit of life advice. Basically, it's be your own butler. And it's mm. like, um, before you're going to, like, the night before um, you have to get up in the morning, set your clothes out. Or mm. if you're getting ready to eat, set your utensils and your condiments out um, before the food's done. Or if you're going to shave, like, get a towel out. Set your razor and your fucking brush and your shaving cream. Get it, like prepared and then leave not leave like your house or the state or anything but <laughs> uh, put some distance do something go to sleep or take a shit or whatever and then return to it and it feels as though someone else set it up there for you and left it like a butler would and it i've done it butler. not as much as it would be like valuable to do but it's very cool when you actually do that sometimes before trip before i have to leave for a trip i'll do that yeah, oh, it's really nice to just wake up, grab the bag, and out the door. Yep, I always do that. I, I never. That's one thing I always do. I never. I always pack like one or two nights before, and I, lately I've been doing two. Where like I'll do, so I'm gonna pack these certain things tonight. That way I know I have them. Then I'll pack these certain things the next night. That way I know I have them. Kind of do a sweep. 
uh, that la that you know again that second night because I'll leave like some of the lesser items or like the toiletries or whatnot for the second night, and then the next morning just do one last mental check and then I'm good. Yeah, hmm. that's the move for yeah. sure. I mean, uh, when I'm uh, having weekends to myself and I'm sports enhancing, I definitely set up the whole thing butler style. I got my <laughs> sauces, sauces over here. I got my sauces to the right. Everything is in its own spot. So I do, I do uh, relate to right that. Side. Yeah, sauce on the right, the phone side. on the uh, remotes on the left, uh, napkin on the left, water on the left, food in front. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. You gotta have like. <laughs> There's the meal you're about to eat, but then you gotta have something like within reach that you could snack on shortly thereafter oh, yeah. if you're gonna be there for yep. a couple hours. Like, it's it's tough to be being your own butler on like a day you don't have to do much. You can get into some performance enhancers and just fucking chill hard. We're saving tons of time being our own butlers. Um, get yourself a purse, clean your entire apartment while you wait for your uh, pizza to reheat. You know, all really good life tips. Uh, is really what we're trying to pass along. So, Jared, hopefully you took something away from this that you can apply. I don't know probably what it not. would be, but probably not. Yeah. Oh, I'm taking it all. <laughs> Let's put it to the folks at home. What is something, what's an efficiency that you've created, a time saver, uh, something that you would recommend to us uh, and to the listeners at home? Uh, if you're on Spotify, answer the question on your app, and uh, we might read it next week if we find some stuff that we like and that we put to use. So... We are steamrolling toward the end of our show, so we're going to wrap up our bathroom reading right there. Sitting on the toilet. Now flush. Just about done here, folks, but, you know, we got to leave you with one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. So I, I put this in our schedule, and and uh, the, the prompt I put for myself so I'd remember is... Uh, Man, I'm dumb moments. Uh, yeah, and I, I think of one while I tell you guys this one that I had. Um, if you ever, if you, you ever do something, just completely honest, like completely honestly do something, and then immediately thereafter be like, "Are you fucking dumb? Like, what? Why? Why didn't you think?" I had one of these this last weekend. As I mentioned, we were all out on a boat with all the boys. We pulled up to one of those like party coves where it's like waist high and everyone can jump in. Oh yeah, try to pick up chicks and stuff. <laughs> and um, earlier in the day, we had all kind of jumped into the water, and uh, one of the guys was really smart and he was like, "Oh, oh wait, hold on, have like if you were about to jump in the water, you'd be like, is your phone in your pocket or like did you take your sunglasses off or like oh, are you no. you want that hat to get wet?" And so earlier in the day, that guy had prevented me from doing the stupid thing I eventually did. Um, we had been uh, getting into the, uh, what were we drinking, Seth? Truly Ciders? Something like that? Yeah, something uh, like that. We had, so we were having some boat bevs. And I was like, man, you know what? I'm just going to fucking leap off this pontoon right now and have a cannonball drop and uh, swim over there to, you know, the party cove. Right before this, we had just left a restaurant. I had bought this bucket hat. And I have very recently opened up to the idea of bucket hats. Uh, mm -hmm. And so I'm like, ah, maybe I'll try out the bucket hat. So I got this one because it was very sunny that day. I wanted to not have my face get burned. Um, so I'm wearing the bucket hat. And uh, I'm also wearing my favorite pair of sunglasses I've ever had. This pair of Ray-Bans that my mother got me for Christmas a couple years ago. I took my phone. I put it in my purse and uh, threw a floaty out there. And I leap off of the boat. 
And I'm in midair when I realize, oh my gosh, I have this hat and my glasses on. I hit the water. It was pretty deep. I get in there deep and I feel everything come off of my head immediately as soon as I hit the water. Um, I reach above my head to like try to grab whatever is floating up there, you know? And uh, I'm like, oh gosh, I, you know, I have my eyes closed. Uh, it's lake water. I don't like opening my eyes. So I'm just frantically like reaching around, scrambling, just trying to grab for whatever. Probably looked like I was drowning. I eventually come to the surface and I was like, oh, thank God. Because I had managed to get my hands on the bucket hat, um, <laughs> which was $25. Did not get so lucky with the Ray-Bans, which were much more oh, than $25. No. So immediately, like I hadn't even like, br- like surfaced and took a breath. I was already just like shaking my head like, you dumb fucking it. How many pools and lakes have I been in that I have remembered to take my sunglasses off? I was reminded to do it earlier today and I just wasn't thinking for two seconds and those sunglasses are long fucking gone. And I was so annoyed with myself. I was just like, that's just dumb fuck. That's just dumb guy shit to do. And uh, some of the other guys were really cool about it. They were like, a couple of them were like kind of feeling around trying to see if they could grab it. And everyone was like, oh man, that really sucks. Sorry that happened. And I was like, you know what, man? It's the consequence of being fucking stupid sometimes. So I was like, I was willing to accept it, but I was like, God damn it, Cody, you're supposed to be better than this. It's the most that moment I've had in like a long time. <laughs> man. You know what's crazy? When you were bringing that up, I just remembered I have like this reoccurring nightmare. It's like a couple times a year, but it's me being in a pool and about 30 minutes after being in the pool, I realize my phone's in my pocket. Oh yeah. And my phone's ruined. Never has that ever happened. Knock on wood. But like I have that dream at least a couple times a year. (laughs) Do you remember way back? Did this ever happen to you guys when you're, if you were like, forget the water, you're just walking around and you don't have your phone in your pocket but you somehow still feel it vibrate in your pocket. It's like a phantom vibrate. Mm, yeah. Yep. I never have that happening. I don't know why it stopped or when. I actually, probably because I don't, I very rarely have my phone on vibrate anymore. It's either on loud or, or silent. Um, I do get that same feeling in a pool though. If I'm swimming and I've been in there for like 10 minutes and I'm like, oh fuck, it's him. And I like do the whole pocket check. <laughs> yeah. thing. That's like the yep. new equivalent of that. I did that a bunch on, on uh, I, the other day. <laughs> I was too. Yeah. I kept feeling around in my pockets. Because uh, almost immediately, like, yeah, actually immediately, as soon as we got the first, like, hit the water and stopped uh, to go, like, get out and stuff, a guy that was in our group lost his wallet. He had it in his pocket, went to go <laughs> pee or whatever, and it was gone. And so the rest of the time, like, as soon as I hit the water that next time, then I was, like, checking my pockets and everything. Eventually, you drink more and whatever and kind of forget about it. But, yeah, especially early on, I was checking my pockets, like, three or four times, like, in the water. <laughs> um I didn't have, uh, I mean, I was talking about this the whole time. This this will be my one more thing, too, just talking about this. I have realized over the last, I don't know, a couple of years now, especially, like, especially turning 30, comfort is the number one thing. I want to be comfortable at all times. And so that includes going out uh, when you're, like, out in the sun or, you know, on a lake, especially swimming anywhere. Because one of the things that I hate the most one of the things that makes me the most uncomfortable is being sunburned. And so I'm going to avoid being sunburned at all costs. So I layered on like a, basically a can of sunscreen. And I also bought uh, like a, a floppy float float hat. Like basically it's like one of those uh, <laughs> just like old person hats. Like someone in their fifties would wear it in the water. It has like the string on it and you know, tighten it up around your neck. Um, 
that float it floated as well so when i jumped in it would never like you know it'd come back up or whatever and then my glasses were like for whatever reason like stuck in there so i kept jumping in with those on and i lucked out <laughs> um but ultimately i didn't get burnt sunburn at all um i was comfortable the whole time uh you know what i i think it was a successful weekend and comfort is king dude that's what the fuck is up it looked like seth looked like he was dressed up as a dad tourist like for halloween <laughs> but Wearing a uh, hawaiian shirt the comfort you could you could taste the comfort just by looking at it. Oh, yeah. Like he looked in his element, and it was it was marvelous to see. Honestly, it reminded me of that time you were on that like hanging bed at the oh, draft yeah. party. You remember? You just looked the most comfortable. Oh yeah. Ever, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, dude." Well, uh, I guess speaking of comfort, like staying on that uh, this last weekend uh, to be comfort or feel nostalgic, if you will. I was was laying in my bed. It was like Saturday night. I'm like, ah oh, man. Got a couple, maybe like an hour before I'm actually gonna fall asleep. Like, what can I, what can I find on on streaming services or YouTube or whatever? And we had talked about it months ago, or whatever. Uh, Seth, you know, we had uh, found those like old '90s cartoons to watch. Um, there was like a block of them on YouTube. Um, so I googled that again, and I came across it's an hour of essentially just night. It's 1999 Christmas time. WB or Fox Kids after school and it has like right up to the show like the little in, in you know how they'd always be like you know what's the craziest thing about a goat and then like after the commercials we'll let you know or something so it's all the commercials <laughs> and those parts of the show for an hour and I just again just nostalgia chef's kiss it's like I am living my childhood once again. Probably not health, <laughs> healthy to do that all the time, um, but it was a nice escape for sure. Dude, that's what's up. <laughs> when you catch the right nostalgia wave, there's not much better. That's such a good... Mm -hmm. just like, and whoever whoever pieced it together, they like put like purposely edited like VHS, like jitter and, you know, like oh, skipping yeah. here or there and then sidebars to make it look like it was a film reel. Like... Chef's kiss again to whoever put that together. Man. I want to find a way to, like, hook up, get, like, a tube TV or whatever, like the glass mm -hmm. TVs, um, and hook up, like, a, a, you know, Chromecast or whatever to it to, to be able to play those. Oh, man. That would, that would be, like, you're going the extra step, and I would love oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's impressive to, like, we know because... Well, and you, uh, you know, Jared, because you've done so many like retro videos and things. So you know how to edit it to look like that. I don't think the average person, until they're looking at something that has that video quality to it, I don't think you can, I don't think the average person could sit and name, here's what I remember 90s cartoons looking like. I like, I think it's a special talent to be able to recognize what was unique about that time and then edit it into something like that. Is, I think it mm -hmm. really is impressive to be able to like, oh yeah, remember there was always that little fuzz on a VHS tape. Um, most people don't remember the fuzz on a VHS tape, but if you show it to them, they're like, yeah, that's the shit right there. You know what I mean? I think that's really impressive that people can fucking figure that shit mm -hmm. out. We got some nostalgia. We got some comfortable outfits. That's one more thing. But I'm down to one more thing. Thing. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, again, keep an eye out on the website, sociallyconstipatedpod.com. Keep up to date with uh, everything going on socially constipated. Uh, pretty soon we'll announce 
a date for our next live entertainment outhouse. Lots to catch up on in the movie and TV space, so we hope you'll join us for that. Shouts out to the Anchor Wankers um, for supporting the show, as always. Um, If you're listening and you want to help us grow the party, uh, you know, share this episode with a friend, bring them in. Uh, We'd love to uh, meet some new folks and uh, add folks to this fun little conversation that we're having that I think at one point was about Osmosis Jones and then Mm -hmm. uh, was later on about purses and um, eventually to 90s TV cartoon commercials. So a little bit of everything for the folks uh, here on Socially Constipated, but we got to go do something else now. So we're going to wrap things up right there. For Jared Buckendall and Seth Ott, I've been Cody Michael. We'll see you next time. Bye.